You're listening to Radio Sega, and this is the Sega Lounge. Sit back, have a drink, and enjoy the conversation. Welcome to Radio Sega's The Sega Lounge! It's good to be back! It's good to be back! Um, it's been a while, it's been over a month since I've done this, since I've done any live show at all, so it's it's actually quite amazing to be back, I have to say. Um, and uh, yeah, welcome to The Sega Lounge! The Sega Lounge has a lot of stuff to catch up on, I have to say. We, lots of stuff have happened uh, during, this, uh, during this break. Um, and uh, yeah, welcome to the show, guys. This is an amazing show because it's a special episode of the Sega Lounge dedicated to Radio Sega Presents Collision Theory. And it's uh, an amazing new album by Community Guys uh, that were brought together by uh, Steve from the Opus Science Collective with Radio Sega's Blessing. And uh, yeah, it, we'll, we'll be talking about that soon. But first... Let me just remind you where you can go to join other people who are listening into the show and chat about the Sega Lounge. RadioSE.ga slash Discord. That's where you could go. That's where the magic happens. That's where people are right now enjoying the show and chatting about stuff. Because, you know, like saying I broke the, the stream and stuff like that. Yes. Uh, you poor, poor misguided souls. Uh, <laughs> anyway... Anyway, lots of stuff to talk about. Uh, don't forget to join us on Twitter if you don't want to, to join the Discord server. You can tweet at Radio Sega. Let us know if you're listening. Let us know if, uh, if you're enjoying the show, if you have any questions for the guys behind Radio Sega Presents Collision Theory. So we'll have some of the people behind the, the album, including the album director, uh, Opus Science Collective. We'll uh, have them on the show later. So tune in for that. And tell your friends, you know, spread the word, spread the love for the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. That being said, let's uh, kick things off with the news. So this week, as per usual, we have uh, an edition of the News Desk, uh, as recorded by Shedded. However, it's a longer than usual edition. It's like eight, min eight minutes long, because we've been away for so long and there's lots of stuff to talk about. So... Without further ado, enjoy our sweet soul brother Shedded on the Sega Lounge with this week's edition of the News Desk. News Desk. Hello there. I'm Shedded and welcome to a long overdue News Desk, where we'll dive in on all of the latest news in the world of Sega. Since we're back from vacation, we're summing up the releases and updates that happened during. But for now, let's get right into the announcements, some fresh from Gamescom. So Shenmue 3 got a new teaser trailer at Gamescom, showcasing a reworked logo and newer animations for cutscenes, which shows how much work the team has been implementing in the past month. 
Sure, some fans weren't fond of the models and animations, but some prefer seeing the trailer as the first ever sign that Shenmue 3 is definitely in action. The game is scheduled for release in 2018. Also in Gamescom, Sonic Forces has revealed both a new music track for Metal Sonic and a new gameplay mechanic, Tag Action, featuring modern Sonic and the Avatar character. While modern Sonic maintains his standard moves, Avatar characters can take advantage of wisp-on abilities and grappling hooks to attack enemies. Sonic Forces is due this holiday but is rumored to be released in November. <laughs> Lastly, Total Warhammer 2 got an update also on Gamescom. Sega of Europe has revealed details about the Dark Elves campaign, showcasing the battle of Malekith the Witch King against the High Elves in a series of battle videos. Total Warhammer 2 drops on the 28th of September. Fresh off of Gamescom and two other events, the studio behind the Yakuza series revealed in a big press event in Japan details about Yakuza Kiwami 2, the remake of Yakuza 2 coming on the 7th of December in Japan, and Yakuza Online, which features a new protagonist, Ichiban Kazuga, and said right after the events of Yakuza 6. But that would not be all, as they also announced they are developing a new Fist of the North Star game, named Hokuto ga Gokuto. According to the devs, this will be a true adaptation of the manga series, and will be featured on this year's Tokyo Game Show. All games are exclusive to the PlayStation 4, with the exception of Online, which is slated for the PC and mobile devices. Also, as an addendum, there was a survey floating around for people who were interested in more games from the Yakuza studio to be released in the West, but submissions are now closed as the time this was recorded. PAX West is coming this week. For those of you attending, Sega has revealed their lineup for the convention, which are Sonic Forces, understandably, and Total Warhammer 2. Head to level 4 booth 1601 if you want to play both of these. And also, if you want to play Forces in Time, you may go home with a Sonic Mania manual, according to their social media team. So get to snagging those. And also, get one for me please, because I really need one of those. Okay, lightning round from this past month in regards to updates. Sonic Mania finally released on all consoles, and it got so well received by critics, 86 on Metacritic being the highest rated Sonic game in nearly 15 years, it even got the number one spot in the Switch's Nintendo eShop for a few weeks since. PC players had to wait two weeks for their release, but got played with the very infamous third party DRM manager, Denuvo. In a sentence, it prevents users from going offline and play their games, which many have suffered on launch they then got packed, and affects the PC performance due to the way its DRM works. The poll for this week's news desk is, do you feel that Sega of Europe was right in adding Denuvo in Mania? Yes, because I can rightfully play what I bought? No, it completely burned my hard disk drive? Did it make you wish for the de return of Sega Channel? Vote on Twitter right after the desk. In the Total Warhammer department, besides the Dark Elves campaign in Gamescom, they announced the race itself and an early adopter bonus for Warhammer 2 buyers, the Norska. This race pack will become available in the first Total Warhammer game if you pre-order the second game from any Sega-approved retailer or buy the game during the first Rico release. As of right now, this campaign is now playable ahead of the second game's release on the 28th of September. 
And lastly, for Total Warhammer 2, the Skaven were revealed as being the fourth race in the game, accompanied by an in-engine cinematic trailer. Yakuza 6 The Song of Life got a release date for the Western Territories. The game is now slated for the 20th of March 2018, featuring the culmination of the Kiryu Saga. With it comes the premium edition that comes with a hardcover art book, two shot glasses, ice, ice stones and coasters, to give a toast to the Dragon of Dojima. If you're not keen into drinking though, there is also a limited edition that includes a aforementioned art book. Yakuza 6 will come exclusively for the PlayStation 4. Sega released a new arcade game based on the Super GT series, the Sega World Ch Drivers Championship. There's a game trailer with it, and from the looks of it, it can hold up to 10 players in the same race. The game was previewed in Japan during the end of July, and there's no current release date. Also in terms of announcements, Persona Q2, Dancing All Night 3 and 5 were also announced, as a continuation of these spin-offs for the Persona series. And speaking of Atlas, they also opened a new publishing division in Europe, which was long overdue even before their merge with Sega. When speaking of this, senior PR manager for Atlas US, Jacob Nahin, praised the popularity rise of the Yakuza series in the West, with the example of the limited edition of Yakuza 6 as mentioned before. And lastly, there is a new trademark for a probable Popo Lacroix game, translated into Narcissus Tears and the Fairy's Flute. So far, no news have been announced in regards to this title, so I can't report much of it. In celebration of the release of Sonic Mania, Hunid Pacent has released an amazing rap that features Dorian Nelson, named KTE Cypher, which is to be similar to the classic raps from the Adventure series, and you can listen to a preview of it right here, right now. I'm here to excite you, the one that's here to ignite you. I get them hyped by the mission of my life, dude. I don't only fight, I let the beat bite you. The lady showed me love, I got them singing nice tunes. Like on a regular, I'm ringing like a cellular. I rock damage. And finally, Radio Sega, hey, that's us, is releasing a new community album tomorrow. Radio Sega presents Collision Fury is a new remix album with 12 brands spanking new tracks from the community of Sega, and tonight's show is dedicated to that release. This serves to raise money for Special Effect, a charity that helps people with disabilities enjoy video games as well. Uh, they are amazing people and are welcome for any fundraiser, and I say this with experience since I've worked with them for Respawn Point Sonic Marathon series. <laughs> This was shouted. Uh, stay tuned for my review of Night Trap later, and you can follow me on Twitter at DarkwindPT and on Twitch at Darkwind underscore, and you can follow Radio Sega on Twitter as well. See you all next time. News test. Indeed, the news desk with Shedded. Thank you so much, Shedded, for for that. Uh, that's quite long. Uh, update on Sega News uh, because we were, you know, away for a while. Um, a quick, a quick note, two, two notes actually. Uh, that um, I, I, I actually got a, an email by Sega press release regarding Sonic Forces. So that was after 
Shattered recorded the news for this week. Uh, and so apparently, you probably already know this, but uh, uh, those who ordered or pre-ordered, actually, the bonus edition uh, of Sonic Forces, which is coming out on November 7th, um, by the way, so there's, there's actually a... a, a a legit release date now, November 7th. And those who pre-ordered the bonus edition uh, of Sonic Forces will get four Sonic Forces art cards and the Sega Atlas Pack add-on, which will allow you to recreate the look of five other Sega Atlas icons for your hero character. Yay! Well, I guess that's better than nothing. So there's um, there there are some images in in this press release as well. So there's the Jet Set Radio glasses and outfit, the Persona Five mask and outfit, the Puyo Puyo hat, ooh, the Super Monkey Ball ears and outfit, and the Knight's hat and outfit. Um, I I have to say the Knight's the Knight's uh, avatar looks really really cute. Uh, not too sure about the Jet Set Radio one. Looks a bit too creepy. I don't know. In the Persona Five, but I think these these are are great. These are great for for people planning on pre-ordering Sonic Forces. Not sure if I'm gonna do it. Probably. No, I I always fall for Sonic. But uh, um, yeah, yeah. Let's see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, there's also a controller skin depending on uh, the the system you you purchase the game on. So there's the PS4, the, the Switch. So yeah, uh, there's also something that's also something interesting. Uh, not too sure if I'm risking damaging my controller, you know, uh, applying this skin though. So yeah, yeah, not too sure. But yeah, there's there's more news on that the next week. I'm sure on the news desk with Shedded when he actually has access to the the press release and records next week's edition of um, the news desk. That being said, uh, let's let's keep on going. We have a lot of stuff to talk about. Oh, uh, one last note before I forget. So there's apparently a new a new user feedback survey for people who played uh, Yakuza Kiwami. So there's uh, that as well. I, I've shared that on Discord. So feel feel free to click that link. And if you've played Yakuza Kiwami, feel free to let Sega know your thoughts on the game. Uh, we're uh, trying to get the the um, our review of that game as soon as possible. Unfortunately, uh, Sega of Europe didn't publish this the game on you uh, in Europe. So that was Deep Silver, and it's next to impossible to get a hold of people from Deep Silver to ask them for um, for review codes, uh, including so th- this is a funny story, so I've been followed by one of the PR people from Deep Silver uh, on my personal account, my personal Twitter account, and so I thought okay, let me follow that person back because maybe that one day that will be useful, and so I thought, let me try to DM that person on Twitter and ask for a review code since, you know, he's been following me for a while. Let me try to reach them this way. I got no reply. So, thank you. Thank you, Deep Silver, for your wonderful service. Uh, but yes, yeah, so we're, we're trying to to, re- to, to get a, a review of Yakuza Kiwami as soon as possible. So hopefully next week on the next episode of... Um, uh, of the Sega Lounge. <laughs> That's it. That being said, it's time to move on. In time for one of our two reviews that will be airing tonight on the Sega Lounge. So the first one is obviously Sonic Mania. 
And so um, it's it's a, a quite lengthy review, I think, but I think you'll enjoy it. If you've been playing Sonic Mania, let me know if you agree with my thoughts on the game. If you've not been playing Sonic Mania, please pay attention and heed my words, my, my children, and buy, get Sonic Mania as soon as you can. So this is our review of Sonic Mania. Enjoy! Sonic Mania is finally available for everyone. But is it really a good Sonic game or just a way for Sega to cash in on nostalgia? This is Radio Sega's review of Sonic Mania, available on PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch and PC. 2D Sonic is back and in all its glory. I remember reading about people's experiences with the early demos of the game that they got to play at certain events. The most common remark was, it feels right. If I had to sum up this review in one sentence, that would be it. Sonic Mania feels right. It takes you back to a time when gameplay was the most important part of the experience and it does feel great to be able to control Sonic and friends with such accuracy, relying on momentum to pick up speed. In traditional 16-bit Sonic style, you'll play as either Sonic, alone or with Tails, Tails alone or Knuckles, as you speed through amazingly designed levels and battle Eggman and other bosses, like his hard-boiled heavies. Of course, you can expect the character's different abilities to come into play. Sonic's speed and the all-new drop-dash move, Tails' flight ability, letting him reach higher, and Knuckles' climbing, gliding and boulder-breaking skills unlocking new areas. Before we move on though, it's important to say something about the nostalgia factor. It's been said this is a game made to cater to older fans, one that relies on nostalgia alone to sell and get the rave reviews it's been having. Allow me to disagree. Sure, my own nostalgia got me more excited about this game than any other title in the franchise in years. Yes, it features revamped stages from classic games like Green Hill Zone, Chemical Plant and Stardust Speedway. However, Sonic Mania feels fresh. The way it approaches those classic stages and totally turns your expectations upside down with little surprises and design changes is amazing. But it does so without taking away some of the most familiar elements you've grown to love. That being said, from my perspective, that's not the best part about Sonic Mania. As much as I love to find new secrets and twists and turns in Green Hill Zone or Lava Reef Zone, it's the new stages that made me fall in love with the game. Take Studiopolis Zone, for example. A perfect example of everything that made 2D Sonic great in the 1990s. Great level design, multiple paths, cool little secrets and filled with Sega-related easter eggs. Same thing goes for the boss battles. Original, fun and exciting. And with lots of humor. Instead of relying solely on nostalgia, Sonic Mania presents new, fresh ideas in both revamped and entirely new stages. If anything, I'd love to have a couple more new stages because those are indeed the high points of the game. Another highlight has to be the special stages. Taking little elements from all previous 2D Classic Sonic special stages, the developing team came up with a new idea that's both exciting and fun. I personally don't remember having this much fun collecting Chaos Emeralds since the days of Sonic 2. 
Basically, once you access a giant gold ring in any zone, you enter a 3D stage and start chasing a UFO. Your speed increases as you collect blue spheres and you must dodge spike balls and collect rings to increase your timer. It's fast, fun and can get a little bit crazy at times. Sonic Mania also sees the return of the blue spheres mode. Yes, spheres, not balls. These are bonus stages you can access when you activate a star post holding at least 25 rings. Completing these with all rings collected will result in getting a gold medal. Failing to get all the rings will grant you a silver medal. These medals unlock extras outside of the main game. And this is one of my very few gripes with Sonic Mania. It's a shame that the bonus stages have no effect whatsoever in your play. You don't get more rings, lives or shields like in Sonic 3 and Knuckles. That is why, quite frankly, after collecting all the gold medals, I stopped entering the bonus stages. It would have been nice to have an added bonus you could use in-game. But what about the music? It should come as no surprise that Sonic Mania's soundtrack is amazing. From the moment Sega unveiled Studiopolis Zone Act 1's tune, we knew the whole thing was shaping up to be great. T-Lopes did an awesome job in breathing new life into old classics, especially in the second acts of classic stages. But again, what's more surprising and really stands out are the new tracks. It's amazing how well they fit the game and how appropriate for Sonic they feel. Here's one of my personal favorites. And that is, in a nutshell, what you can say about the whole game. It's so good that it's surprising it wasn't made by Sonic Team, but by a group of huge fans of the franchise who know exactly what makes a good 2D Sonic game and how to improve on the original formula. Even Sonic's new move, the Drop Dash, fits perfectly into the gameplay and can be quite useful in times when you don't want to lose your momentum. To sum it up, Sonic Mania is a great game. Not just a great 2D Sonic game, but a great Sonic game and an amazing platformer in general. It'll most likely appeal first to classic Sonic fans, people like me that grew up with the Mega Drive era games. However, everyone who gives it a chance will have a very rewarding experience. It's definitely one of the best Sonic games to date and, dare I say, the best 2D Sonic game ever? The attention to detail reflected in the many easter eggs, references to almost all classic Sonic games and stages and the amazing level design and music make this a must-buy and a must-play every day until I know all of its secrets title. In a time when Sega divided the fanbase into so many different groups with its many attempts at a good game, it's great to know 2D Sonic is there for us and hopefully this group of fans will get another shot at an entirely new and original game in the near future. This review was based on the PS4 and Switch versions of the game. A review code for the PS4 version was provided by Sega of Europe. that you there you go uh, your review or our review of Sonic Mania for you guys so if you haven't got it yet you should you should yes so uh, it's it's an amazing game um, Opusine says you've got all gold medals bloody hell I was never good at those stages on the original Sonic 3 and I still suck now 
I have. I've got all the gold medals. I still need to do something. So I, I got the PS4 version, the PS4 review code from Sega. Um, late, by the way, Sega of Europe. Shame on you. Uh, and so since that, that uh, got to me late, uh, I started playing that. But then I switched over to the Switch uh, version. Because, you know... It's so easier to to use the Switch version, uh, but I want to complete the the PS4 version just to unlock the the trophies because the trophies in in Sonic Mania have awesome names. So that's what I, I want to do um, as well. And I I have uh, to say that it's it's harder for me to play Blue Sphere in in the PS4 version using the the DS4 the DualShock 4 controller than the the Switch uh, controllers. Uh, either Joy-Con or the, the the Pro Controller. Actually, I think the D-pad is not as responsive on the PS4 that uh, as uh, as responsive on the PS4 as is it is in the the Switch version. So yeah, I don't know, I don't know. So I'm I'm having a bit of trouble. I, I haven't played much uh, f- of the PS4 version, but when I've tried to get the the gold medals, I've I've had some trouble with the D-pad. And I end up hitting those red spheres, not red balls. Anyway, that's our review. Um, something interesting to, to mention uh, for those of you that have been listening to our reviews on, on the Sega Lounge. So we'll be uh, creating a, a different feed, a separate feed, um, you know, a podcast feed, if you will, uh, for our uh, Radio Sega reviews. Okay, so... Well, uh, if you if you want to listen back to our reviews, you can find them. You'll uh, be able to find them soon on our media section and Apple Podcasts with a new description. So Radio Sega Reviews and all of our reviews will be kept there as well. If you want to just, um, yeah, if you just want to 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 listen back to them. Uh, apparently. Uh, apparently, people people don't think uh, <laughs> don't don't agree with me. They don't agree with me when I say the D-pad on the PS4 is worse uh, than on the Switch. Yeah, I, I I felt the D-pad lagging. I have to say, I, I just felt the D-pad lagging. So that's that's my opinion. Anyway, let's move on. That's not what we're here to talk about. So that's our review. You can find it again on the Sega Lounge podcast and on our Radio Sega Reviews feed, which will be up soon on uh, Radio Sega Media and also Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and all of those places. That being said, it's time to take a quick, 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 quick music break. We'll just play one of um, the best, in my opinion, Sonic Mania tracks. That one that I, you know, played a bit of during the review. It's called Blossom Haze. It's from Press Garden Zone Act 2. And it's one of the many, many awesome tracks by T-Lopes on the Sonic Mini soundtrack. We'll be right back with, um, you know, an interview and a chat with the guys behind. Radio Sega presents Collision Theory. Don't go anywhere. This is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. Yeah. Let's play the track.
Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. Come on in and have a seat. Welcome back to the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. It's nice to be back, I have to say. I've missed this. Uh, doing a show on Radio Sega. It's always nice. Uh, and so, we, what we just played there was... Um, uh, Blossom Haze. Blossom Haze. It's the, the name of the track. It's from Press Garden Zone Act 2 of uh, Sonic Mania. Of Sonic Mania. Okay. And so it's time to uh, welcome our guests. It's time to welcome our guests. Unless they're having uh, technical problems, which is probably the case. So, um, that there's... Maybe, maybe there's a problem <laughs> here. Okay, so let, let's see if they if they can hear me. Uh, so let's say hello to uh, to Opus Science. Hello. No, no, he's not. He's not responding. Okay, so you need to, you guys need to unmute your your mics, by the way, um, because your your mics are muted. Okay, so we have Opus Science and we have Silix. Hello, Silix. Hello, guys. Hello, how are you? Hello. Technical problems. Okay, okay. So apparently things aren't, aren't working on their... Uh, on their end, let's see, let's see. Hello, Silix. And what's up? Can you hear me there? Okay, now I can hear you. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thanks. Thank okay. you so much for having me here. Thanks for coming on the show, and thanks for being a part of Radio Sega Presents Collision Theory. Um, let's just see if we can get our our uh, album director to join us. Hello, Steve. What's wrong with Steve? Uh oh. Steve, you're fired. You can't do anything right. <laughs> okay, so while while he tries to uh, figure out what 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 his problem is, so Silix, um, uh, can you hear me? Hello. There we go. Now I can hear him. Hello. Hello. Okay. Welcome. Uh oh. Welcome, Steve. It's it's blinking like it's lighting up. Huh? No, everything's working. We can hear you. Can you hear us? <laughs> He's a little quiet, but I can hear him. Yeah, I can hear wow, him as well. I don't think he can hear us, though. He's having some problems hearing us. No. He's typing. He's typing. It's very laggy. Very laggy. Uh, on it's it's fine on my end, so I think you're you're good. So Steve, how are you? Don't type. Talk. Okay, he's he's really having problems. Okay, so let's let's take a quick music break while I try to. This is the 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 the, the wonders. These are the wonders of live radio. So let's take a quick music break while I uh, <laughs> uh, I try to help Steve with his uh, technical issues. And so uh, I was gonna play this next, but uh, I think it's appropriate that we that we play this right now. So we have another another. Uh, Sonic Mini track to play and we also have a review another review so we have the second review of the evening uh, by Shedded the Radio Sega review of Night Trap 
25th anniversary edition. So that's what we're gonna play now, and we'll try to help uh, Steve sort his problems out. Uh, maybe you know, find some counseling, or maybe you know, I don't know, maybe some pills. And when we come back, hopefully everything will be working fine, and um, and we'll we'll. Talk about Radio Sega Presents Collision Theory. And don't forget, we have an exclusive first play of one of the tracks from Radio Sega Collision Theory, Radio Sega Presents Collision Theory, uh, coming later on during the show. So for now, let's play another track by T Lopes. It's the amazing Wild Style Pistolero. some blast processing to your day. This is Radio Sega. <sighs> okay. Sorry about that. Uh, the night is full of terrors and most of them are filled with traps so I think we're safe. Maybe. Kind of. Probably? I don't know. Anyway, sit back, have a cup of OJ, because this house is nothing but a night trap, and we're here to review it. Preface, I heard of night trap, but never have actually played it myself until this review, so my experience with this was extremely fresh. So imagine if I'm reviewing this like it's 1992. And of course, this was a review copy provided by Screaming Villains for Steam, which is a version I played. For starters, 
explaining the game, Night Trap 25th Anniversary Edition was a surprise remaster of the same interactive movie that was the first on Mega CD, or Sega CD for the Genesis folks. Directed by James Riley and developed slash shot by Digital Pictures. Screaming Villains, the developers behind the remaster, decided to bring it up to speed for 2017, releasing it both on PlayStation 4 and PC. We'll talk about the remastered extras later, but first, a summary of the plot. You, as a player, are part of the Sacred Control Attack Team, or SCAT, which is controlling the Martin household, and with the help of your comms and your undercover agent Kelly Merritt, played by the late Dana Plato, the goal is to figure out the reason behind the disappearance of five teenagers in the same household. Besides that, you have augurs roaming around the house, which are vampire beings that need blood to survive. To make sure all teenagers and SCAD members survive, including Kelly, you need to activate the traps inside the house. As a full motion video game, I didn't go into it with large expectations, at best it being a b-roll horror film. But as the game progresses, it gets challenging when it comes to the amount of augurs that you need to get. There are 8 divisions that you need to check, and all of them have traps that you can activate when an augur or one of the household members is near it. And these can be disabled if the house owners change the color code that lets you activate set traps. Of course, you don't realize this until you get the first scat override when you're not even 10 minutes in the game. But besides that, the game, and its core, requires you to pay attention to each scene, which is somewhat tedious if you want to keep up with the plot, and it worsens when you're near the climax of the game and activate the wrong trap, and you get sent back to the midpoint of the game. Besides offering the best game, Screaming Villains added some great extras like deleted scenes, behind the scenes, keyboard and mouse support, and has several options when it comes to the base game. You can choose from 1 to 4 different game layouts, from the original 1992 look to an updated 2017 one, and there is also achievements for completing the game with these. And the choice of an original static or revamped style of room icons, which means if you want video playing back on all rooms or not. Unfortunately, since this is a review for the PC release, there is no way of resizing the window and changing the quality options, which for an old build like mine makes the 2017 layout chug a little in terms of performance. But props to them for using the Unity engine since it's the most friendly but for older builds, but still. Also, in terms of soundtrack, the game is obviously going to be a dark horror film, so I didn't expect much for, from the sound, even though it, all I heard during was doo 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 doo, or something close to that. Again, I can't complain about the soundtrack, it was okay for what it is, but you know, I, it could have been better. In conclusion, Night Trap feels like an okay B-roll horror film, but if you want to get even close to getting to the end of the film, you need to basically avoid some points of the story, and pay attention to gameplay changes, which can get tiresome if you get one mistake and restart either half or the full movie again. The remaster does give a new life, as it made the game playable in, in its fourth iteration, and without causing too much controversy because of its depictions of violence. 
Never forget that this was one of the reasons the United States have an age rating board now. My God, uh, that was a, that was a good review by by Shedit. Thank you so much, Shedit. Uh, that my God remark was was because of something else. Um, let, let's just you know, uh, <laughs> let's 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 talk about that by uh, welcoming back our guests. Hello, guys. Hello. And they're gone. Hello. Hello, Steve. My God! Oh wait, wait! This is on my end. Hello. I haven't paid Hello, guys. Hello. Hello, Casey. Hello. That was on my end right now. So yeah, the joys of live radio. So uh, apparently, I'm a girl. Yay! Uh, my God. Yeah. Sorry about that. P people thought. Uh, people think I'm a girl. Apparently. Uh, so hello, Steve and Silix. How are you guys? Very good. Thanks, and you. Yeah, I'm great. Very well. I'm great. I'm really excited to have you on the show to discuss Radio Sega Presents Collision Theory. So it's it's a, a, a good, a very good album that we'll be releasing tomorrow. So that's why you guys are here uh, to talk a, a bit about that. So let's start with, with you, Steve. You're the album director. So yep. and, and one of the remixers as well. Uh, you have one of the tracks uh in the album so what's what's the, the concept behind Radio Sega Presents Collision Theory okay well um, essentially it's two different Sega franchises two different unrelated games take a tune from each and mash them together um, and try and do some kind of crazy crossover mashup thing it's sort of like a musical version of uh, Sonic and Sega all-star racing if you like you know, we're grabbing anything from different areas of Sega and smashing it together. Awesome. That sounds like, uh, you know, a very, very crazy idea from the mind of a madman. Uh, it does. And it was a crazy idea. It was Casey's idea as a concept. <laughs> and um, I think quite a lot of us found it quite hard, actually, to, to put together two different tunes and make it a workable piece of music and not just like, okay, Here's a bit of one song and here's a bit of another, mash them together. To embed them into each other, integrate them was, was quite tricky. Yeah, so I, I was, I was um, as an outsider, um, you know, because I, I, I'm not a musician, I just had the idea and, and asked you to, to put together a, a group of musicians and uh, do what you guys do best. And uh, I was, you know, looking at some of the, the emails that you guys were exchanging during the the. Um, the process of putting this album together and some of you guys were having a bit of trouble you know actually making this work i was i was kind of worried i thought ah i'm i'm really a crazy person why did i do this but it turned out great i have to say you all did a very great great job a very amazing job so i'm really excited to for people to actually be able to listen to the whole thing tomorrow on on Sega Mix Drive, uh, so let, let's let's turn to Silix now. So hello, Silix, how are you? Once again, done very well. Again, thank you for having me here. Excellent. So we we, we know uh, Opus Science or Steve uh, from other albums and for being on the show previously. So would you like to tell us a bit about uh, your your history with video game music and games in general? Um. So yeah, just like anyone, uh, big big fan of the Sonic franchise. Just 
uh, a bit of a gamer um, all around, pretty much. I uh, started in my young ages, and it's just one of those things that seems to stick, right? I mean, we all go back to that nostalgic feeling, right? That, like, we, we just listen to that music, and instantly we can just hear and think about the memories of our childhood and all that. So that's really where uh, my whole love for video game music came from. And uh, when I got into music production uh, about probably seven or eight years ago, my song so I thought you know what I love video game music so much maybe we can just try to uh, remix or remake a couple songs and sort of use that for practice and uh, that's sort of where it all started and then uh, from I guess about five six years ago I've done a whole number of sonic remixes and uh, other video game tunes and remakes and all that and uh, I love it yeah, awesome, and and we're we're glad that you you actually decided to do that. Uh, so, is your is your um, uh, your professional life related to music in in any form? Uh, somewhat, yeah. So, um, I, I have sort of uh, sort of two jobs right now. Uh, the main one is that um, I work at a uh, public library that actually has a recording studio and a video room. So, my day job is actually uh, helping people with their productions, I'm more of like a user support technician. So that's obviously a lot of fun because I'm so passionate about music and just audio in general that I get to work with that stuff day to day. And um, also on the side, I will edit podcasts. So that's sort of my professional life. Okay, okay. So you're, you, you actually have quite a lot of experience with audio production and stuff like that. So, so that's that's useful, I bet. So um, you, you, I don't know if if people uh, know a lot of your works, but uh, probably one of the things that people listening to us know from you. And I'm going to pause this and and play this instead. So this is something that you did for the Sonic CD Temporal Duality. That's uh, right. That's right. Right. So it's like a prelude for Temporal Duality. For one of the discs of Sonic City Temporal Duality, uh, the OC Remix album. Mm. Quite nice, quite nice. Bit short. We'd love to have more from you, actually, on that album. But th that's why, that's why we have uh, Jungle Wave, Jungle Wave, which is uh, one of the tracks from Radio Sega Presents Collision Theory. Right, so we're not gonna play the entire thing because we we you know we're not gonna play the entire album today. But maybe we can just you know play a bit of this track. So can you tell us a bit about Jungle Wave, the track that we're Absolutely. listening to right now? So sure. So uh, this this track I gotta say was probably one of the more difficult ones that I've ever had to had to work on. Now. I have had a little bit of experience in the past because I was a part of uh, the Sonic Zone Remix competition over at Overclock Remix in 2012. I participated in that, and I also participated in the uh, 2014 mm -hmm. version of the Sonic Zone. I've had a little bit of experience putting two different songs together, but it's still always a challenge to try to find two totally separate source materials and have them blend well together, right? So. With this one, um, there was a lot of self-doubt and a lot of changing my mind on my arrangement probably ten, nine or ten different times before I got someone that I liked. <laughs> yeah. 
so it's it's uh, quite quite of a challenge, quite a bit of a challenge, right, to put something like this together, especially when the tracks are really, really, you know, uh, not not related in any way, right? So so like this one. Uh, so what what are the the source tracks for this one? For Jungle Wave. Oh, for Jungle Wave. So, so for Jungle Wave, the source tracks are um, probably one of my favorite games ever, which was obviously Fantasy Star Online Episode 1 and 2. So the source track, people, it might be a little bit hard to recognize, but it's from Episode 2, and it's simply called Jungle, a Lush Load. So that was the uh, main source track that I went to first. And this track... Um, it was an interesting choice for me because it's more of an ambient track that plays in one of the levels. Yeah. So I find with more sort of ambient tunes, it's kind of harder to um, have that work well in a remix because I feel the source material, it's, you know, people sort of are less likely to latch onto that. Whereas, you know, music like Sonic, when there's a lot more melody and stuff, it's a lot easier to pick that stuff out and sort of play around with it, right? Mm-hmm. So. I did my best to try to make that work, and then um, the other source track was from Echo the Dolphin and Sega Genesis, and it wasn't any of the actual songs that made it into any of the of the levels. This yeah. was actually one that was found in the sound test, and my reason for that is I just wanted to try something completely out of left field, and I really liked that sound, um, you know, from Sound Test 14, and I thought, you know what? I don't care if these two tracks don't go together at all. I'm going to find a way to make them to work together. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. That's that's great. So yeah, and I think the the final result is something that will please people, and people will will enjoy listening to this. But yeah, you you, you have a good point there. So you make a good point there. So, Fantasy Star Online episode one and two, Jungle, a lush load, versus Echo the Dolphin, the Mega Drive or Genesis version, Sound Test 14. So, you know, it, it they couldn't be more different from from each other. I think this that's this right. is really awesome. It's it's a good choice, two good choices actually, because we don't actually think I don't think we we actually get a lot of remixes from Fantasy Star Online tracks. So that's it, it's always nice to have people you know working with um, you know the lesser known source tracks and um, same for Sound Test 14. I don't think ev- anyone has ever remixed Sound Test 14. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But it's a it's a great remix, very good. So, um, Steve, Steve, tell us a bit about your own track. So you have a track on the album uh, yeah. that's called what? Last Soul on the Battlefield? Is that it? Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's the Last Soul from Streets of Rage and Battlefield from Golden Axe, um, <laughs> and it started life. Um, all I was thinking was that. I want to have a remix of something from Kid Chameleon because anyone who's ever listened to me talk on Radio Sega before or anyone who's ever been in the IRC with me knows that I'm all about Kid Chameleon and yet I've never touched the music of Kid Chameleon. So I started with, uh, what was it? Options and City Zone, it's the same thing, but the options and city area. I, I was trying to work something around that and what would go with it. So, and I found that Last Soul from uh, Streets of Rage, that's the one where you're walking along and then you end up having to fight the two evil versions of Blade, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that one. 
and I was sort of I had something where they sort of worked together, but it just wasn't clicking because, like like Silex was saying, man, it's, <laughs> it was harder harder than the context would uh, first come across. So. Um, yeah. We, uh, sorry, I'm getting notifications pop up from guys in the IRC. So, um, so yeah, it was harder than I thought it would be. And then I gave up on doing the Geek Chameleon remix uh, because I found that just through jamming with it, that the Golden Axe tune worked better with it than the uh, Geek Chameleon. So I'm finding it really, the yeah, sound yeah, of my yeah. efforts is really it's okay. bad. It's okay, it's really okay, it's okay. Um, with my with my tune blasting or distorted in my headphones, um, but yeah, essentially I took I took the uh, Streets of Rage, and then I started blending that with bits from the Golden Axe, and it, it was working better. Mm. So I was just I just plowed through with that and just just stuck with it. And I made a conscious decision. I thought I, I was a bit snidey. I thought most people are going to go all out guns blazing, you know, big compilation album, lots of different artists. Everyone's going to want to make a big standout track. So I thought, I'm going to go the complete opposite and go for something very minimalist, very chilled out um, and spacious. And that's what that's essentially what I did. And it, But it, I think it was the right thing to do because it, it's acted as a nice sort of balance point near the middle of, or sort of two thirds of the way through the album. You know, there's a lot of energy and then suddenly everything just calms and mellows with my track and then boom, kicks in again. And uh, it's, it's, all, it's all guns blazing. I think... It's Rex's tune after mine, isn't it? So, yeah, it clicks yeah. off big time after that. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so th- it's 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 uh, probably uh, it was probably a, a bit difficult for you to to figure out where to you know to fit in all the tracks because there's some some chill tr- tracks like yours, and then there's some some pop up tracks like Rex's, right? So, yeah, it's a bit hard. <laughs> so how was the process of uh, putting everything together by the way well how did you choose the order and everything um, running order wise it, it was I waited until I got everything back and then I was having a listen um, and um, it was very much a case of, of trying to balance what you want the dynamic of the album to do with also putting like the more well-known stuff and the lesser well-known stuff in the right kinds of places. Like you, you, my initial thought was to kick off with 24-7's track because that's like massive, all guns blazing, mm-hmm. big. It's like a real good opener, but slightly obscure, slightly obscure game choices. Um, and if people are going to land on this website, uh, land on the Bandcamp page and listen to it and think, well okay that's a good tune but yeah that one yeah this one that's playing right now imagine the album opening with that it's amazing but a lot of people would be like hmm and actually the the Takahashi Jones track which I believe you're playing later is um, that's that's like awesome because that's ticking boxes man that's got Streets of Rage in there everyone knows Streets of Rage and it's like yeah (laughs) so it started off with that and then it was just a case of like figuring out where you want things to lift up and where you want that breathing space to be in the album so mm-hmm. you know because if you just throw everything at everyone all the time they get tired quickly so you got you got to take them on a journey any good album has a lovely flow to where the what songs are where and so that was the first part and then the second part 
was doing all the engineering um, to like master everything up, get everything balanced out just right, sitting in a good place. Um, and so this cohesion, so many times, and you know, I'm not going to name names, but there were I've heard good, big, successful uh, uh, compilation albums of video game remixes, not just from the big boys, but from other areas as well. And I'm always a bit frustrated and a little bit disappointed at the, at the disparity between songs, different volumes. Some are really bright and thin, some are really bass heavy and they're lacking top end, all this stuff. So as you listen through the album, you're constantly fiddling with your volume dial on the stereo or whatever, because there's just, there's not been that that overall mastering continuity. Um, and that's something that I wanted to address so that this album felt like one proper product um, to try and set it aside from other things that are going on um, and so yeah I spent I spent a day uh, mastering it up and then went around 24 uh, 7 he actually lives near me so I took it around his and we spent a day then looking at it tweaking it making a few adjustments and just getting everything bedded in so so you know it was kind of a joint effort on our part uh, very shout out and thanks to, to him for that and um, yeah and uh, I was very pleased, you know, it survived the car stereo test, which is the all important, <laughs> you know, if it sounds good in the car, you know, you, you're finished really. So that was that. And uh, yeah, but it was, it was a lot of fun though. Very interesting. And, and the music is high quality. There's some very intelligent stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think people will love it. Uh, and so, and so I, I'm really, I'm really, really excited uh, for people to actually, you know, listen to the whole thing tomorrow and be able to download the, the album tomorrow. Um, so I think, I think it's about time we play uh, one of those tracks that we haven't played yet. So uh, an exclusive first play um, of uh, the Takahashi Jones track, and, um, and so. When we'll just take this quick break, just play this track, and when we come back, we'll talk a bit more about the album and about special effect as well, and tell people how they can actually get on board and donate towards special effect by uh, buying Radio Sega Presents Collision Theory. So, without further ado, Radio Sega exclusive first play preview from Radio Sega Presents Collision Theory. This is Takahashi Jones with. Go straight, Crazy Kings.
Eight Crazy Kings by Takahashi Jones, part of Radio Sega Presents Collision Theory, a new, brand new album, uh, you know, put together by uh, Steve from, you know, the Open Science Collective, Steve OSC Open Science Collective. Uh, the man goes by many names, but no one knows his real name. Um, maybe it's Jack, who knows? Um, welcome back, guys, by the way. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Oh, yes, sorry. Yes. I'm just talking to everyone in general. <laughs> yes, hello. Yes. Hello. So, nice to be here. welcome. Yeah, welcome back, you guys, and welcome back, everyone in general as well. I, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, this preview of uh, our new album. It's hitting uh, tomorrow, so, you know, after Sega Mixer Drive. So, let's talk a bit about. Um, about the album and what it's it's uh, what what one of the main objectives of uh, putting the, together this album is. So not only did we want to actually uh, you know get a new album out for you guys, and when I say we, I mean I mean Radio Sega obviously because we had our uh, 10 year anniversary album last year, but this time we wanted to you know put together something different. But also, and this was Steve's idea actually, uh, we wanted to make something that would you know, benefit people uh, in a different way. So, well, no, no, sorry, I forwarded the idea. Yes, it was 24/7's yes, idea. Exactly. So kudos sorry. to 24/7. But he's not here, so we're we're going to steal the idea from him. I think he's him. listening somewhere in the world, though. So hello. He should he be here. He should be here, though. So you're fired. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that that was a great idea. So he su he suggested we should do something for charity, right? Uh, something that you forward to me, Steve, and I suggested special effects because it's a a great little charity that's actually related to gaming. So I thought that would be important. I um, I've known about special effect I think since 2013. If I'm not mistaken, I've I saw some of the the guys, uh, you know, uh, at Summer of Sonic, where I, when I attended Summer of Sonic, and uh, they do a great job with people with disabilities. They they help them to enjoy uh, video games, uh, and it's it's I think a very good, very good, um, you know, objective and something that we can get behind. I think so. This album, Radio Sega Presents Collision Theory, out tomorrow, uh, will be available for the first two months. Uh, on our Bandcamp page, so you can go to radiosega.bandcamp.com, uh, and sometime tomorrow, after Sega Mixer Drive, we'll have uh, the album available to to buy, and you can name your price, and whichever price that is, it goes directly. All proceeds go directly to Special Effect to help Special Effect. If you want to get more info on uh, what Special Effect uh, do and what the, who they are, you can go to specialeffect.org.uk. Um, we're trying to get someone from Special Effect on the Sega Lounge soon. No promises, but maybe, maybe we'll... Um, Will will they come on the show? Uh, Jamie's asking who's sneezing. I think that's Silix. I'm not sure uh, <laughs> because he's muted himself. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <Yeah. laughs> Just had to clear my throat. 
<laughs> it's okay. It's okay. So, so yeah. Uh, hopefully, we can get people from Special Effects on the show soon to talk a bit about that and maybe to motivate you guys to donate a bit. So, if you if you want. Can't afford uh, to make a donation right now. We have until the end of November, so until the 30th of November, to donate to buy the album uh, for whatever price you want and you know support this awesome charity uh, that um, you know helps people with disabilities enjoy video games. Uh, that being said, we'll also have um, you know a, a listening party for the album tomorrow on Sega Mixer Drive, hosted by Rexy, one of the people who worked on the album as well. And so the whole album will be played um, from 9pm UK time tomorrow, so that's 4pm Eastern, 1pm uh, Pacific, and 10pm Central Europe for people listening in Central Europe. So that's the times. Those are the times when Rexy will be playing the entire album. Radio Sega presents Collision Theory. Um, just something to to maybe wet people's appetites. So, uh, Steve, what else do you think you can say to to motivate people to actually buy the album starting tomorrow? Um. Your best sales pitch. Really good. They're really good. Um, if you if you have a look on their website, I mean, you know, they deal with all manner of disabilities. So um, there's all kinds of they, they they build like amazing contraptions for people who maybe don't have proper use or any use of their hands. They they use technology, cutting edge tech that's used for like eye movement recognition and stuff. To, you know how much you love everyone out there loves playing video games well imagine wanting to be part of that and not being able to because you've got some kind of handicap or disability well that's where special effect comes in and they they allow these people to enjoy games as much as able-bodied people which is i mean that's 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 it would be worth donating to the album even if the album was utterly crap but it's not the album the album is an absolute 45 minutes of belting tunes. They are fantastic. Um, there's some real nice highs. There's some really moody bits. Um, there's, there's there's all kinds of flavors of things. We've got full on 8-bit chip tune. We've got like 16-bit chip tune. We've got heavy stuff. We've got light stuff. We've got deep stuff. We've got really funky, jazzy stuff. There's, um, there's two guys who teamed up to do a track. Um, a chiptune artist from Brighton here in the UK and an American lab uh, they teamed up together under the name Turtle Dub and they have made the jazziest absolutely amazing um, track it's for me personally it's the highlight of the album um, and it's it's just stunning there's some there's some genuinely very very good music on this yep. um, the, the quality of like that you don't often see on video game remix albums so it's yeah this one oh man it's, <laughs> it's just fantastic yeah it's it is. so funky and spacious and jazzy and musically intricate it's, it's just wonderful yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we actually played this yesterday on Radio Sega uh, during the Hidden Palace show so so yeah great great track there as well so and it's got a hydrosity zone from from uh, Sonic 3 so I think Sonic or Sonic fans will actually enjoy 
this one as well um, yeah. because of that <laughs> yeah 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 I, I can vouch that if you do a remix of that song it works very well for your playlist counts <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one of my most played tracks in the last sort of six eight months <laughs> yes people love their hydrosity zone yes yes uh, spoilers hydrosity zone is in sonic mania oops spoilers um yeah, yeah. So, oh yeah. and isn't it just sorry yeah i just realized we haven't mentioned sonic mania yet but oh man it yeah is, i'll stop awesome. we'll come back to it it's awesome it's awesome yes, yes. okay so so yeah <laughs> i think that's a, that's a, a good a good sales pitch right there so uh don't forget people um, uh, Electric Boogaloo says um, Lost Impact wants to know if the Shadow the Hedgehog soundtrack will get represented in the next Radio Sega album. Well, let's just get this one out first and then we'll talk about uh, a potential future one. Okay. Uh, Jamie asks Why no ice cap, KC? That's a good. Uh, that's a good. A good question. That's a good question. Uh, why no ice cap? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think, okay, I well, think uh, people, uh, the, the remixers working on this hel- album had hard times um, as it is. Just <laughs> working good, on these. Very good. Yeah. So that's why no ice. But I'll add, I'll add to that that one of the remits was to try and steer away where possible from doing tracks that have been done to death. And there are a bazillion Ice Cap Zone remixes out there. So. Sometimes you got to ask yourself, does the world need another Ice Cap Zone remix? And the answer might be yes, but probably is no. Um, <laughs> and wouldn't it be nice to have interesting stuff you've never come across before? Like like what Silex did with, with Soundtest 14, was it? Um, yes. Like, man, that's so cool to take a tune like that and just remix it and put it back out in the world after it ended up sitting in the, the Soundtest menu on a game for 20 years, you know. Um, it's, it's cool. Yeah, excellent, excellent. So yeah, I, I agree. So just just to to wet people's appetites, um, we have Restart versus Streets of Rage two. We have Fantasy Star Online episodes one and two feature, uh, versus Echo the Dolphin uh, by Silix. Uh, we have Outrun versus Golden Axe. We have Zero Wing versus Mercs. We have Nights into Dreams versus a Panzer Dragoon, which actually makes a lot of sense when you think about it. Knights and Panzer Dragoon together makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know, flying and stuff. Then we have Streets of Rage 2 versus Sonic 3. Uh, Fantasy Star 4, uh, The End of the Millennium versus Streets of Rage 2. Uh, Solfis, or Soldis, depending on where you are in the world, versus. Uh, Arnold Palmer Tournament Golf. This is amazing. Uh, <laughs> this is probably the best, really the best me. source track uh, in the entire album. <laughs> yeah. um, Golden Axe versus Streets of Rage the, by by uh, OSC. Sonic Adventure versus Quartet. Uh, Alter Beast versus Vector Man and Sonic Battle versus Super Monkey Ball Two. Awesome, awesome stuff. Um, yeah, so. I, I don't know. The I don't Alter know Beast Vector Man one is brilliant as well. That cracks me up. It's such a like mental song. It's by a guy called <laughs> Faith in the Glitch, and like it, it, it is, it does what it says on the tin. You know, it's glitchy and it's hilarious. It's called Altered Vector Man Beast, one word. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. It's just it's bonkers. It's really cool. 
Yes, indeed. So I think I think people will be pleased with with the, the final result, with the end result, um, especially since there's so much variety and not some some tunes. Maybe some some of these remixes will uh, make you want to discover the original soundtracks as well. So just just do that most of them are available to, to request on Radio Sega those that aren't will probably be added soon um, and so that's that's a, a nice chance to get to know some new Sega games some new soundtracks and yeah and enjoy some nice tunes so that being said I think uh, um, it's time to, to say goodbye to you guys so uh, Silix Steve would you like to add anything else Anything you'd like to, to say to people listening to us regarding the album or life in general? Oh man, that's a, that's a big question. To end with there. <laughs> um, well, I, I haven't heard any of the other uh, songs from the album myself, so just as this is going to be a totally new experience for all of you guys, it's going to be a totally new experience for me. I'm so stoked and so excited to listen to everything. I can't wait until tomorrow. Um, I'm going to see if I can try to make that listening party. Um, any advice? Uh, I guess I'll, why don't we stick with some music advice here? Um, I'm going to sort of relay back the best advice I've ever got uh, over the years, and that's just if you're out there making music or if you're out there doing anything creative at all, just love love it. Keep it going. That's the best way to improve. Um, I've sort of tried my best over the years to always try to finish what I start because that way you're going from the concept, the idea, all the way to completion, and that way you're sort of getting a good taste of everything all around. So, hey guys, keep up the creativity. Yeah. We, we, we stopped hearing you there, but yeah, so love and keep up the creativity. Yeah. I think that's the, the final message <laughs> that we get from that. Thank you, Silix. Uh, what about you, Steve? Any final words before um, I let you go? Yeah, go download my other EP. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I released it last week. That's true. Um, it's uh, If you go onto Bandcamp and look up Business Casual, that's a, a, a label on Bandcamp. They, they put like a release out every week. They're quite big. Um, but it's, it's free. It's free. You go get it for free. It's currently sitting very high up in a number of charts um, and it it has been floating around in the top 20 most downloaded thing on Bandcamp uh, this week so just go and add to that play count and and it's good music too so it's worth a listen and it, it, <laughs> I, it I, helps promote me that's, um, that's one of the best so yeah, speeches that. ever <laughs> it's, it's good music my, too that's, uh, that's <laughs> and, 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 and Sonic Mania Sonic Mania is life Go and play it. Oh my yeah. God, if you've not already, where have you been? Um, <laughs> when I fired it up for the first time, that animated sequence at the beginning, like, I, I didn't want to admit to anyone, but I welled up. Like, I was actually like, oh my God, I'm eight years old again playing Sonic CD. You know, it's, <laughs> it, I was, I actually got really emotional and I thought I was the knob for doing that. And then I went on Twitter later and I saw loads of people had like uploaded videos of them sat around with their mates all firing it up for the first time. And and they were all like really hyped and then the thing started, they all cheered and then they all went quiet as they all quietly sort of tried not to cry in front of their friends. So I wasn't the only one. It's that good. The game is sublime and I can't believe Casey's already smashed it through it and got gold medals on everything. Damn, that's good. I, d I did. I, d I need to do it on the PS4 version as well. Uh, so I can unlock the, the trophies. The, the names of the trophies are awesome. 
by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's why I want to uh, uh, unlock everything on the PS4 version. Oh, and go and play Wonder Boy as well. Oh my god, I forgot yes. that as well. Yeah. This year, it's like being a child again. We've got Sonic back to his best. We've got Wonder Boy is back. Oh my god, just yeah. Now is a good time to be a Sega fan. And and there's Monster Boy coming soon as well. I know, I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm yes. Awesome stuff. So, Steve and, and Silix, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for, for joining me for this little chat about Radio Sega Presents Collision Theory. Uh, all the best for your other projects as well. And thank you. we hope to see you again soon. And, you know, guys listening in, don't forget, tomorrow, Sega Mixer Drive, 9 p.m. UK time listening party for Radio Sega Presents Collision Theory. We'll take a quick music break and we'll be right back with the final segment of this show. You know it, it's After Hours. And since we've been talking about Sonic Mania and stuff, let's just play a new track. Uh, one of the, Not a new track, but the, uh, one of the, the remakes you know, the, with a little twist. So this is by T-Lopes as well. Awesome guy. Soon to be on the show. This is Oil Ocean, Act 2. Enjoy, and we'll be right back. different guest sega music news and whatever else we can think of the sega lounge only on radio sega 
Welcome back to the Sega Lounge, right here on Radio Sega. Man, it's good to be back. I, I've said this a, a lot today, but it, it is indeed good to be back uh, with you guys on Radio Sega. So uh, we just had a little chat with uh, Steve and Silix, both from the Radio Sega Presents Collision Theory album dropping tomorrow. So don't forget, uh, you can tune in to Sega Mix Drive at 9pm UK time, listen to the whole thing, and afterwards... Um, you can, you know, just download it and get it for whatever price you want. The more uh, you donate, the more special effect, the more you help special effect. Uh, and that's awesome. And maybe you can just buy multiple copies and, you know, give them to your friends and tell them about Radio Sega and all the awesome um the awesome musicians that uh, took part in this amazing project. Uh, thank you again, Steve and Silix, for coming on the show. Just a couple of things to talk about before we go and before I leave you for another week. So, the Sega Lounge will probably be back next week. I say probably because we had a, a, a guest lined up, but unfortunately, things uh, didn't work out for the, the person and so that interview had to be postponed but hopefully we'll get uh, someone um, someone else instead and hopefully it's someone that you guys want actually want to see coming on the show that being said let me remind you that you can uh, tell me who you want uh, to be to, to be featured as a guest on the Sega Lounge. So this is the final stretch of Season 4 of the Sega Lounge. And so this will probably be one of your last chances to influence uh, influence me and, you know, pressure me into uh, actually getting one of the people that you want on the show. So there's a survey going on, uh, radiose.ga, radiose.ga slash Sega Lounge. Radio SE.GA slash Sega Lounge posting right now on uh, on Discord server for people to take a, a, a look and you can um, you can um, vote for the people that you want to see on the show uh, so you can pick three out of the possible or out of the list of guests that I, I have here but you can also uh, choose other and specify just another one, another person who is not on the list. Um, so, so far, interesting, interesting choices that you guys actually made. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. Uh, <laughs> I'll do my best to fulfill your wishes. I, I make no promises, but I, I'll, I'll try my best. Um, that being said, let me just remind you that issue number four of Megavisions magazine is also out right now. You can get it at megavisionsmag.com, featuring, uh, as per usual, uh, the Sega Lounge segment of or a column on on the magazine. So there's a, a little, um, you know, sneak peek at one of the interviews we did in the past few weeks with um, Mustin for Spin Dash Two another Sonic the Hedgehog remix album so there's that this was also and I'm not sure if anyone noticed but this was also the first place on the internet okay, the first place on the internet where uh, Radio Sega announced uh, the Collision Theory album there's an ad a full page ad on Mega Visions Mag dedicated to 
This Radio Sega Presents Collision Theory. And it came out before we actually even announced it uh, on RadioSega.net. So that's very, very nice indeed. And if you get the magazine, uh, if you just click the link on the magazine, you can go straight to uh, our Bandcamp page where you can get Radio Sega Presents Collision Theory uh, tomorrow after Sega Mixer Drive. There's a lot of other great content here. There's a Wonder Boy retrospective. There are some arcade memories. Um, there's stuff about Sonic Mania. There's stuff about Monster Boy, which is a game that's coming soon as well. Um, there's stuff about Sonic Forces, about Yakuza 6, Yakuza Kiwami, about E3, about lots of stuff. So just check out megavisionsmag.com. That's where you can find it. This is a new kind of Sega and Atlas magazine you can get on your phone, your tablet or your PC. That being said, it's time to say goodbye. So it was really nice to to come back on the airwaves and to host uh, the Sega Lounge once more. Hopefully next week we can do it live as well. Who knows? Who knows? I'm going to try to make it to uh, host the show live as as much as possible in the past in the, the next few weeks. Um, don't forget any comments, suggestions, um, complaints. KC at RadioSega.net not only about the Sega Lounge but anything Radio Sega related. Don't forget that um, the album drops tomorrow. And another thing, another very interesting thing, is that right after the end of Sega Mix Drive tomorrow, at around, you know, 11 p.m. ish, uh, we'll have the last episode of the season of Last Call. So it, it's going to be the last DJ set uh, on Last Call at around 11 p.m. UK time, you know, around that. Not, no promises. So right after the listening party for uh, Collision Theory, we'll have Micah, the the director of our previous album. So Micah is uh, just put together a very very awesome uh, DJ set for you guys to enjoy with lots of Sanic, by the way. So if you enjoy Sanic music, you'll enjoy Micah's uh, set tomorrow on uh, last call at around 11 p.m. UK time. I say around because, you know, you never know when Sega Mix Drive ends. So right after that, you know, you'll have two uh, very important things to look up to. Radio Sega Presents Collision Theory album coming out right after that and last call featuring uh, featuring Micah on Radio Sega. Um, I'm Kissy. It's been fun. Uh, you know, coming back to Radio Sega Airwaves, hanging out with you guys. I'll be back next week, hopefully. So stay tuned for news on that. Don't forget to check out our other live shows, radiose.ga/shows. The next one being Vipers Topical Resort tomorrow at 7 p.m. UK time, followed by Sega Mix Drive with a listening party for Radio Sega Presents Collision Theory. I'm going to leave you with one last surprise. Yes, we were supposed to only preview one of the tracks tonight, but you know, you guys are so enthusiastic and you you guys, you know, are really, really an awesome crowd. So I thought to myself, let me just play another one. Okay, so this is yet another exclusive preview of Radio Sega Presents Collision Theory. 
This is a track called Double Target. Gotta shoot fast. It's uh, Sonic Adventure, it doesn't matter, versus the main theme of Quartet. And so it's a track by our own Rexy. I hope you enjoyed. Thank you so much for listening in. Come back next week. I'll be back with as well. Bye-bye!
enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.